Hello, this is Kevin Kersey of the Kevin Kersey Agency. The Kevin Kersey Insurance Agency, a member of the Farmers Insurance Group, can help you with your home, life, auto, or business needs. We are located at 701 North Green Street in Brownsburg, and our phone number is 317-286-3481. We can also be found on Facebook at the Kevin Kersey Agency or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash kkersey. Indiana Family Dentistry is located at 505 North Green Street in Brownsburg. Dr. Will Hine practices general and cosmetic dentistry with services ranging from veneers and whitening to implants and complete smile restorations. Indiana Family Dentistry's phone number is 852-5999 and website is infamilydentistry.com. Indiana Family Dentistry is a proud supporter of Hendricks County and Community Radio. This is Luke Stevenson for the Central Indiana Innovation Hub. Central Indiana Innovation Hub provides space for individuals to meet and network for business-related needs. Central Indiana Innovation Hub is located at 5250 East U.S. Highway 36, Suite 1101 in Avon. More information can be found at indianahub.com. Our phone number is 317-696-3050. Office hours are Monday through Friday, 830 to 4. Tours of the facility are available. This is Donald James of Impact Youth Mentoring. Impact Youth is a not-for-profit mentoring organization providing mentoring services to the children of Hendricks County. We pair mentors ages 16 and older with youth in Hendricks County. Over the past five years, we have been able to impact over 120 children through our mentoring and tutoring programs. Information about becoming a mentor or finding a mentor for a child can be found at impactyouthmentoring.org or via email at impactyouth1010 at gmail.com. The UPS Store Brownsburg is located at 124 East Northfield Drive in Brownsburg. Their phone number is 858-1422. The UPS Store Brownsburg can handle your printing needs, including color, large format, and business cards. They also do blueprints, mailers, and invitations. Thanks to owner Tom Reese and all the folks at the UPS Store Brownsburg for supporting community radio in Hendricks County. The Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today on 98.9 WYRZ. Today's program is made possible by the Kevin Kersey Agency, 701 North Green Street in Brownsburg. And now here's your host, Rob Kendall. Welcome into another edition of Central Indiana Today here on 98.9 WYRZ. I'm Rob Kendall. Thanks for joining us on the program today. We're going to have a whole lot of fun, and we're going to be educational, too. No, we're just going to have fun. And <laughs> we're going to speak with Sorry, Indiana, Indiana's weatherman, Paul Poteet. Paul, how are you? <sighs> just having some coffee. And if you have coffee, you know, I know you're still new in this business, Rob, but, you know, I have 36 years uh, behind have me. Have you been at this for 36, 36 years now? 36 years So you started me. when you were three. <laughs> oh, bless you. I guess this weave is working. Paul will be me. turning 40 later next year for the 13th time. <laughs> I actually had, not to sidetrack so early, but I had a producer at Wish <laughs> say something after the show the other week, and he's still, God love him, he's still in college. I mean, he's actually producing the so show. So you're taking orders from some dude that's in college. Yeah, right. Well, yeah, I'm taking orders. I always do take orders do you, at TV um... station. Well, he said to me after the show, we were, uh, uh, Drew, uh, the anchor, and I were uh, laughing about something about appearance or age or I don't know what it was but he, he said man I just or he was saying oh you have more hair at your age than I do you know uh, now and he was saying I just hope I can age as gracefully <laughs> 
<laughs> now let me let me ask you this. Let me ask you this because you are a con- you're the weather guy, and of course you are the weatherman here at uh, at WIRZ. Damn right. Um, you do a great job. Uh, we promote you all day long. I it's, know. We, I know. we literally over. considered calling the station Poteet FM at one point. Um, but let me ask you this because you're you're a funny guy. You're not super serious about the weather. You're into it. You're good at it. But you'd like to tell jokes and have humor. I'm going to ask you this. You, you survey society. Did you ever have a Donald Trump moment? Did you ever say something off mic that you go, man, I really shouldn't have said that? And you just really hope there's not a recording out there somewhere? Oh, you mean you don't know whether or not it was yeah, off? Yeah, you said something. Oh, I mean, my Lord. I mean, you're I mean, media guys. You, you, again, like, 36 years of this. I mean, and most of those uh, moments have been, I've seen a million of them in newsrooms. That's what makes this whole <laughs> thing, you know, so ridiculous to me. I mean, did you see that? Now, obviously, I'm a huge Trumpster guy. You mm-hmm. know, I've met the Trumpster and we're You've pa- talked to him. We're, pals- been- we're Palskis. Everybody else has to be kind of a letdown. Oh, I, don't the, they? Or, but, uh, just you know, looking you, at me right now and thinking, oh, he only had a red tie and you, you know, if and you, a big, bigger comb over. If you were only worth a billion dollars, Paul. <laughs> uh, because, you know, Paul comes in, and Paul's very nice. He's very generous with his time. But you don't have – you cannot write me a billion-dollar check. No, I can't. And I can't get you any kind of high-paying, you know, position. Although I guess that's not exactly the angle he's pursuing anyway. Um, he's not bought and paid for. But when I, when I heard the tape, I thought, I've heard so much worse than that from people over the years. That does not even, it doesn't even, it doesn't make it okay, but it doesn't even register, right? Exactly. And I think that may be what a lot of people, you know, I heard from a family member who is what I call a civilian, nothing to do with, you know, media, which is pretty much all of my family. Right. I'm the only one involved in this circus ever in my family. And they were, she was saying, she's not, you know, maybe necessarily a huge uh, Trump fan, but she was saying, after all these years on cable TV of the you know the changes in language and action that you see, oh my God, you know just me in radio just to give you one little scoot up to that microphone. Oh, just excuse a me. Bit. Thank you. There you go. Well, won't there be well, compression later on? The, you know, we haven't the, had the donation the, yet to get those big giganto mics <laughs> like you're used to using with. <laughs> But well, if you'd like won't to make this that all donation? be compressed at some point so it's all evened out or something? Rush, you know, give you one more sidetrack here. I'll sidetrack. We've accomplished 100. nothing, and we're four minutes into the show. Uh, you know, to give you one more sidetrack, Rush Limbaugh the other week actually spent about five minutes. I'm not joking, uh, talking about compression on radio stations. <laughs> And I forget. Oh, it was after the first debate when they were talking yeah, talk sure. about the microphone. The Trumpster, issue. yeah. So got- I guess there was a very slim news peg, but he was actually explaining. I thought, boy, that every radio geek in the country, you know, <laughs> must be excited right now because somebody's actually talking about compression on the radio. Now, so, uh, so back to the back so to the whole now, thing. Nobody, nobody. Back to the civilian. She was saying, why am I now supposed to be shocked after you know I should be fine and I shouldn't be shocked by the the changes in public language and pub- and to give you again just uh, some small very little thing from me in radio my god when i started and i started like you know on top 40 stations that were appealing to because you were to, a cue you were a cue when it was a zoo and if we were to say that you know something uh sucked or whatever i mean I, you know i don't know that the, even on that station at that you know time back in the late 70s if that would have been kosher i mean there's just been so much coarsening of language in public yeah. on so now this one thing is supposed to yeah you know, uh, well send and you it, into orbit. And it's interesting because like you were a Q, you were an early Q ninety five guy like before the Bob and Tom kick ass rock and roll <laughs> yeah before to Bob and Tom. So I guess were we there. did say that on the radio. Yeah. Uh, it, it, but you guys were there and 
I'm gonna guess that place was that was B- Baker was bringing magazines into the men's room and leaving them around and all that sort of stuff. I mean, like, who is really offended by this? I mean, well, well, there weren't. I'm trying to think now if there were any women on the air at that time. I can't. Uh, well, no, I take that back. Carrie Carlson was uh, on the air back then. Uh, where I worked in Fort Wayne, there was really only other one woman who was on the air, and I ended up marrying her because uh, it was such a novelty. Uh, that, all right, there's one one person on this staff that I think I'm really really interested in, and it's you. And she stayed with you, and she stayed 35 years it's in amazing. December. Thank and you, you were actually married when you were three years old, which is great. <laughs> Thank you. And again, back to aging gracefully. Yeah. Again. again, our guest is Indiana's weatherman Paul Poteet. You can hear him all throughout the day here, giving you the uh, the weather. But he's also so much more than a weatherman. We'll talk about that in just a second. Last time you were here, we had so much fun. But and I. You know, I don't curse on WYRZ. No, you do uh, not. Like that, and I don't talk about uh, that stuff that uh, Donald was talking about. You probably can't even say it. But, on, but, you, but you, you... I've worked with a lot of them, but yeah, I've never grabbed yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I've worked with so many of them, Rob. <laughs> yeah. But you're... you're, you're uh, you, The point I'm trying to make with this is you hear that, and you're a media guy. You've been around celebrities and all this sort of oh thing. My they, gosh. they all talk like that, right? I Well, I don't know that I they mean, maybe all... might not... I mean, Mike yeah. Pence may not walk up and say yeah, that. I, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I have met Mike Pence in real life several times, and I've never heard him talk like that. But to, uh, to, uh, to feign that kind of the surprise of if you're a media person especially or maybe if you're married to a guy who probably has been a little saucy in <laughs> in the way he talks around you during your long public Some- marriage which has been marked by you know. somebody made a good point about this too and i saw this like 50 mil- million women bought 50 shades of gray so who's really offended i mean who the, 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 who bought these books <laughs> well, I, for one, I'm not renting that one uh, James Bond movie with pussy galore in it anymore. So I've taken a pretty firm stand against this early 60s nastiness that we didn't even realize at the time was let's, let's was talk, so nasty. Let's talk about the weather, shall we? Because that's what you do. And I know you just don't talk about it enough. Well, but, I mean, I don't get into politics like per se, like you do yeah. on uh, Facebook just because I never... The, the most involvement I ever had in that publicly was when I was on uh, WNDE in... Uh, oh, it was around 1989 and 1990. And I was, I was on between doing talk... Uh, between uh, Rush and Mark Patrick on sports in the Ooh. afternoon. I know. We had quite a diverse lineup back Did then. Did you get along with Patrick? Well, yeah. I mean, I've known him. You for get along with everybody, right? Yeah, that's right. I get along. I find either that or I just leave him. I mean, but, <laughs> but I mean, you're, you're not a, you are, you are, uh, you, you are a, not a prima donna. You love everybody. You're a fan of everyone. Even people you hate, you smile at. You're a very nice guy, <laughs> right? My mom taught me to be very polite. Yeah, you're very nice. I mean, is, is that part of why you stay out of the politics? Because you want to, you realize, hey, I may need a job at some point. I don't want my political beliefs to cost me. Well, it's just never, I don't think it's what people expect. Uh, please shoot me every time I say the word branding or brand. But I don't think that's my brand. Right. And so I don't think that's really what people are looking for. But you've from skirted me. on it this election season. You've made some commentary. Oh, i made some comment, And I don't think it would be that, uh, you know, I don't think you would have to sit down for three days to try to figure out, you know, what which ways I might lean. I mean, I don't... Uh, I'm a small business guy in yeah. Indiana, so... You're you know, a very profitable draw, media draw mogul. Draw your own conclusions. Uh, but I don't... Yeah, I mean, I don't want that to be 
me. Right. I don't want it to be, you know, the, hey, he's the weatherman on the right every afternoon on <laughs> WYRZ, you know. But that's, that's not my bit. And I thought about that for a long time, too, but I thought, you know but what? now you, you're inextricably tied. I am a grenade thrower. Yeah, I'm a celebrity right. grenade thrower. And there's a lot of that now, and it's so funny because there wasn't much of that back, you know, like when I first got into broadcasting at all, you know, like local. If there was a talk show, it might be... Okay, we'll open up the lines and right. let people sure. you know, express their... We won't say anything about it, but we'll uh, open up the lines. But now, you know, it works because it sells, uh, I guess, to a certain extent. Although, I don't know. You, you see people on Facebook post over and over again about how sick they are of it, and then... They're posting about <laughs> then it. Then they're posting about it. So I, I'm not sure what people want sometimes. Are, are you excited about voting this year? I don't, I'm no less excited than I've been some years, uh, some of the people that I've uh, voted for. I mean, I usually vote, I'm the opposite of those people that say they vote for the uh, the man or the woman, right. in this case, not the issues. No, I've, I'm voting on the issues generally, but there have been people that I've agreed with more in past years that I haven't been that excited about. So. Yeah, uh, just, uh, is, is, do you early vote? Are you an early voter? No, we talked about that, though, the, uh, the other day, because they were doing it at the library uh, where we live. Carmel, don't tell anybody. Yeah, you live in Carmel. You and Pete the Planner are my very wealthy friends that I like to have on the show <laughs> from Carmel. And the great thing about both you guys is you both mock Carmel incessantly. <laughs> well, we ended up there kind of accidentally. It was a great deal on a... Uh, on the on the house, so you live on what Bruce Springsteen would call the darkness on the edge of town That's portion right. of Carmel. The right? slums of Carmel, slums. Of <laughs> the, Carmel. Your, your half million dollar home in the slums you, of Carmel. You would work in Bruce Springsteen. You worked in Trump already. Now you worked in Bruce Springsteen. It's a daily thing on this show. I can uh, see uh, where this is going. So yeah, it's just not part. Of, to get back to your political, I, you know, I just don't think it's a huge part of me. But sometimes, you know, you can't. Uh, uh, resist yourself because you, you like you said you you your opinions if you listen to you long enough you'll know what they are but you've got to watch this election cycle because you're a very funny guy and you if you are on the comedy circuit full-time you'd have a heyday with these two right i mean you would just you endless yeah. material although again it seems to be you know most if you watch comedy central or if you watch a lot of professional comedy are they really professional it would seem like only apparently only one of them is funny <laughs> or worthy of uh worthy of, of comedy but yeah i mean you would think that with those two i mean what did you expect yeah I mean, what, a, what were people expecting that this I, was going to be like a typical i've said this so many times and people ask me from day one how could you support trump because trump i'm a very conservative guy and and uh, trump maybe doesn't have quite the history of uh active conservatism mm -hmm. um i said donald trump is like heath ledger the joker in batman he's the politician america deserves i mean we have these people that are running our country who are glorified mafia members and because they're nice to you in public and they smile well in front of the camera they're literally stealing not only your future but multi-generations futures that's okay but some guy comes out and is who he is and that's a big deal i want trump to win because i want america to have to look in the mirror is that so wrong i think there's probably a lot of people that may be voting for or against whatever you want to call it political correctness or against this pretending that your appearance is more important than what you're actually yeah. doing or that that if you aren't nice to TV people, <laughs> <laughs> that that is somehow going to disqualify you from office. Trust me, speaking as a TV person sometimes, that probably is not enough to disqualify you. Because, like, from I've got to go, this will air by the time this airs, but I've got to go do analysis for the U.S. Senate debate tonight. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking... Plastic guy one against plastic guy two. And we like Young. We've had Young on the show a couple times. You know what? In, in Carmel, uh, where I live. He's a legend. He's from Carmel. Is there a statue for him out there? 
he lived next door to me when when we moved <laughs> when we moved into our house. Mrs. P and I are watching TV or watching an interview or a commercial or one a few months ago, and we both were thinking that name sounds so familiar. And then we started doing the math and counting backward. Well, he was this like 18, 19 year old kid that you chased off your lawn. <laughs> hey, you get off my lawn, and don't you ever go into politics. <laughs> And we realized, oh, that's uh, that's the Youngs kid, because <laughs> they had like two sons and a daughter, yeah. and uh, and we finally did the math. So wait a oh second, so, we are so old now that some kid who was here when we moved in is running. So for wait Senate. a second, wait, wait a second. So I gotta because you're living in the big house. We know that you're living in a multi-story, uh, very palatial <laughs> Carmel estate. Youngs out on the campaign trail telling the story about how his dad was a simple uh, small business owner and he, he was, was mopping sweet, floors. Yeah. And so I'm not jiving how they're living in the Poteet neighborhood. Well, we have uh, we're in a pretty modest stretch there. We are. We, uh, we're very close to some McMansions. We back up to them, but uh, we are not. So he's not He's not kidding. Do you ever throw that. things at the mansions behind you? <laughs> Do you ever, like, just, you know, uh, just shoot off a, a horn or something just to disrupt I them and know that... never begrudge someone their money. No. <laughs> and I hope I, you will do the same for me and get your hand out of my like pocket. The, Would like you that line in The Wedding Singer, I'd like to have some of it someday, you know? <laughs> Okay, so i got to do something educational with you here, uh, because that's one of the purposes of the show, is we like to educate people on what's going on. I don't want you to lose your license. The, the, yeah, that's right. The weather. What? This has been crazy. What has been going on with the weather uh, this year? Like, all, every Friday night, they've ruined my high school football. I mean, up in, <laughs> There has been a really bad stretch uh, of Friday. It there? was terrible there for a while, but, I mean, th- this weather later in the year, the, I don't remember the tornadoes and things this late in time. Am I just getting old and losing my memory? What's going on? <laughs> well, no, it's not unusual to... To have a second severe season in Indiana because just uh, gosh, what was it? Two years ago, I have no. I'm like a. I'm at a debate here. I have no notes in front of me, but uh, but I did have like a hundred. I had a hundred vi- vitamin B12 tablets. Right <laughs> but you're attempting I, to tell the truth, which means you're not a politician. Uh, that's right. But I think it was two Novembers ago that we had those. Ironically, you know, really bad tornadoes around uh, Kokomo, and the ones that started the system that started over in Illinois, and that was in a November. So it's not unusual to have a second season then like this time of year in november because then you are back to some pretty big air mass you know clashes as you get in the springtime it is kind of odd what we had there in what was that august this is october september yeah in august that was kind of a strange stretch sort of unrelated uh reasons the two different episodes were you know, not necessarily connect, and not necessarily a classic-type setup for it either. Right. So when uh, you see severe weather, like I, of course, see, oh, my gosh, severe weather, I've got to go to my TV and watch and find out. Are you like, nah, whatever? Are you interested in it? Like, you oh, know, yeah. Can, I mean, I'm interested. I'm not a, I'm not a chaser, right. if you will. You know, we I, could, That would be a great radio segment. Rob and Paul chase a tornado. <laughs> No, over to the right. No, you're on the right. Right, right. We could be like the guys, what was the movie Twister, where we let the, the, the little balls go up in the tornado. And... I mean, at one time you could make the argument that, yes, we need to go out and chase because uh, people, we, we need more information. Now, you know, there is no undocumented tornado, it seems like. Right, we're, it flying, lasts... we're flying drones into tornadoes, right? right? Yeah, I mean, if it lasts, yeah, isn't that crazy? Uh, now, I mean, that's one, that's certainly a, a fine use for drones, I guess, you know, to you know, sacrifice either, that and not a human it's being. either the U.S. government takes out Julian Assange or fly him into tornadoes. Those are really the two things we have for... Uh, I hear Julian was on the phone with Comcast for like five <laughs> hours trying to get the internet back. I've got these documents. Just think. Uh, it now appears that a, a, a government on behalf of another government cut his internet. 
Just think. So Comcast will cut your internet if you don't pay the bill. You know, hey, you Comcast. Who do they? Uh, let's see. That's part of uh, broadcast wise. Comcast. Let me see. ABC. ABC. Oh, NBC. 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 There you go. Yeah, it's. But, uh, it's but you it's, should it's... totally trust anything that you see on TV. But um, <laughs> well, when I'm doing the weather. I'm not affiliated with a TV station that has a national, you know, news. Right, you're Indiana's you know, weatherman. You're I'm Indiana's weatherman. Indiana. Plus, Wish is, you know, it's with the CW now. Yeah. So you don't, that's one of the great things, you know, in the morning now, I don't have to sit there and take my earpiece out at 7 a.m. when, you know, George Stephanopoulos comes yeah. on and, you know, kicks off Good Morning. Do you? Because we just keep on going. Okay, tell me about predicting the weather, because I'll listen to your forecast throughout the day, and I really, all joking aside, I do listen to get the information on what's, what's going to happen. Um, how accurate are you? Like, 80 80- percent of the time you get it right 90 percent oh it's probably yeah i mean like 80 85 percent you know the uh, one standard is like you know is the high within three degrees right because you know, i was going to ask you most what, of the time it is what's the standard for for being pretty good and so like three degrees either way oh pretty that's good? I, you know i don't know if that's an official you and standard. your weatherman do you, other fellow, <laughs> fellow weathermen go to conferences and compare your compare your notes you know supposedly there's some company and i don't know if they've ever done it here where tv stations can hire and uh they'll rate i forget what it's called but they'll rate they'll actually sit there and watch you know how good uh, you are yeah and so there's probably there's probably not a lot of short-term variance among the stations right uh you get it where it would get more interesting is in the medium range right you know after about five to seven days and that's been an area that that's improved a lot over the last whatever 10 uh, 15 years that has gotten a lot better because i could uh, you could say okay give me a date i'll we'll say august 23rd and i could say high of 87 degrees and i'd probably get within five just just by just <laughs> saying it's a, it's august 23rd yeah, if you yeah you play the uh the averages that's the problem with the models sometimes though they tend to especially out farther ahead of time they will gravitate toward just statistically they'll gravitate toward the averages and sometimes they don't catch right. some unusual event just because it hasn't happened enough it's the uh, oh there's a it's uh, uh, or if a lot of uh, weather has been happening the same way lately the models may suffer from a thing called here's a term for you recency 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 bias where well this has been happening so this will yeah. continue to happen there's actually bias. these may be applicable to the uh, political world with polling too yeah but, uh, uh, okay so so uh, that's predicting the temperature, predicting sort of whether it's going to rain. How good can you get on, we're going to have a severe thunderstorm? Like, I mean, is there a art or science to that, or is that you're just looking up in the sky going, uh... Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. They're not just, yeah, they're not looking up to the sky, because a lot of times uh, there'll be a couple of days notice, so obviously you can't... Right. You wouldn't necessarily see anything in your local sky. But I'm listening to you in the morning, and you're saying, uh, 80% chance of th- thunderstorms this afternoon. I mean, you're judging that based on something right yeah uh it's a lot of you know interpreting model data sometimes it's just you know looking you can get so lost in all of the computer output stuff that you forget to look at look at the sky where you are and then look at the current observations do are the computers initializing correctly do they see what's going on now because if they don't see you know the whole thing about garbage in garbage out if they don't see what's if they don't start from a point that's real, then they'll just keep compounding their mistakes. Help me understand, this is a different, it doesn't really apply to us in Indiana, but it it, it is interesting, the weather tracker. This Hurricane uh, Matthew that went through, the model, I, I started watching it and paying attention to it a week out, and the model would literally, there was like nine models. and I'm, I'm the spaghetti I'm, plot yeah, you were probably and I'm trying to understand at, right. what it is. And these models were changing like every three hours. Like, 
what is the, even the purpose at that point out if you're changing every three hours like what what are they going by what are they trying to judge and is it ap- applicable to tornadoes or severe storms here in indiana well hurricanes are are easier to model in a, a longer time frame because they they cover more real estate right uh, as opposed to mesoscale features like uh, tornadoes and, and such that are so much small we don't have like you know on wish tv we can't put up a, a graphic in the morning like with the future cast <laughs> that says future cast tornadoes here's where the tornadoes yeah. are going to be and even with uh, what's called convective activity, where it's more showers, thunderstorms. I mean, it's more useful. What we show is more useful to kind of give you a, the timing and the way maybe that it will be organized, you know, across the state, but not necessarily, okay, there, that dot right there, that is going to hit Brownsburg. You yeah. Know, at five. Uh, whereas with more general events, like a larger area of rain, maybe a snowstorm in the winter, uh, it might be you know better suited to track the start and stop time. And with hurricanes, they're you know obviously you've got more uh, warning, but they still are affected by so many things that you're right. I mean the computer it may absorb a new set of data within that last time that the model ran, and so it will it'll factor that in. So they'll look for trends. You know, has is this an outlier among the other you know, models? Uh, and what you know they'll try to figure out what is this model seeing maybe that the other ones uh, don't see and yeah i mean it get, you know it gives you an idea and it maybe helps eliminate well it's probably not going to do that so right. you know we need to focus more on on here but uh yeah that's one of those things where also i think there's a problem with not so much it's not the you know the weather end of it it's the need it's clickbait. It's the <laughs> it's the need to make every weather event the biggest thing in the world. The biggest thing in the yeah. world. Because otherwise, why would you watch? And and, and that uh, let's touch on that for a minute. And again, our guest is Indiana's weatherman, Paul Poteet. You can hear his uh, forecast multiple times a day uh, here on ninety eight point nine WYRZ, as well as of course he's a very famous television broadcaster too, and uh, radio broadcaster and. Uh, you know, PaulPoteet.com. PaulPoteet.com. There you go. Thank you. That's what I was looking for. I didn't want to ask. I knew you'd... WeatherHistoryResearch.com I, I, I knew, also. I knew you'd zoom right in there and fill it in because <laughs> like you're, you're a natural uh, self-promoter. Uh, let's talk about the media manipulating uh, information to people. Look, when you've got a hurricane or a tornado or severe weather with winds, um, you go to these sources to get information. And I think it is absolutely egregious, disgusting, and a lot of these people should be kicked out of the industry for the way they try to gin up fear in people um, when you're trying to get information on what do I got to do to stay alive. Well, the danger is that it's the old boy who cried uh, wolf syndrome. The danger is, like, if we went on and, oh, maybe there's going to be a tornado. I mean, the, all of the stations here in town do a, you know, a fine job of when there is one, yeah. when it's been detected when there's rotation to re- detected by radar or somebody has actually seen evidence of it which happened pretty quickly with the kokomo one earlier this year sure you know go on the air stay on the air you know tell the people that complain on twitter to screw off because the, you know this do you get a lot of complaints when that happens when no, you interrupt- because i'm not in a situation now i did when i was you know doing tv all the time but so you're telling me like you're let's say it's four in the afternoon and dr phil's on and you cut you cut wrong network but you know what i'm saying you come on and you interrupt hey there's a, a a large cell here that could be a tornado we're not going to give you some info so that you don't die people are going 
get off my television? The most hate mail I ever got at Channel 6, and I never really got it uh, you know, in any given day, but I was on during one episode, or during a severe weather episode, that happened to coincide with some episodes of Grey's Anatomy, and what was the other one that we used to have on Sunday nights on ABC? Uh, Desperate Housewives. And and we weren't even and we weren't even like over the uh, we were able to like stay out of the programs. We were just like jumping in on the commercial. Breaks. Oh, okay. So you weren't even interrupting the show well, itself. Well, we were on. Con- I was on constantly on our other uh, deal that we had back then. Uh, what what did we call it? News Channel sixty four? Yeah, the, uh-huh. uh, you know the other. Sure. Uh, uh, so I was on that constantly, and then they would tell me in my ear, oh, "Hang on, you know." Five seconds, we're going to go back on Channel 6. So yeah. Wait a moment. Tell everybody. That's okay. very nerve-wracking, right, to be switching networks and all that. <laughs> right. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm being serious. That, that's probably pretty – because you're on live. It's not like you can redo it. And then, you know, it's like being a rock star. You're in Detroit. you got to get the name of the city right, you know, what channel you're on and who you're talking Welcome to. Welcome back. Hope you're enjoying Desperate Housewives. But I got – the morning after that, or the day after that, I had – Oh, God, you know, over a hundred, you know, like really nasty <laughs> emails. And I'm thinking, it wasn't even the pro. Well, I think we had taken out like one minute of one of the programs. <laughs> when, when it actually, when there was some concern that the tornado like might be on the ground, you know, some of it overlapped into that. And so, no, I mean, there's no real, that's the one thing that's, a, there are fewer and fewer reasons that you need a local TV affiliate these days because you can get those primetime shows online. You don't even need the... And one of those connections that has to be made is local news and definitely, you know, local weather in a situation where it's timely like that, where people... You actually are doing some good, you know, passing on that information. I have no no problem uh, doing that at all. But the, the problem on the other side is then, well, if you're... You know, Shepard Smith going on doing a, a dramatic soliloquy about the uh, the, hurricane. the death of children. Yeah, the death. You know, you will die. Well, that's that's speculation. You know, that's. <laughs> but to say it with and, and you weren't right. <laughs> and so then the danger is people are going to the next time that maybe a hurricane is more definitely going to take a certain track they'll say well, yeah but you know that guy said everybody was going to die the last time and <laughs> I mean, and, and it's funny but i'm being serious that but the temptation and i don't know what kind of you know i'm not saying that's any kind of you know political bias or whatever that's just the bias to get eyeballs yeah it's, a, it's these it's, days it's, the it, competition to get attention it's disgusting i mean it's really disgusting but, that... it's, but it's yeah it's uh dangerous and uh, you know, just this. There's a lot of emo news these days, Rob. <laughs> emo news. There's a lot of emo news. That, that's <laughs> there's a layer of emotion that that is kind of like slathered right. on it to try, or a layer of what you know you were told should yeah. be your reaction or your emotion uh, get, to it that didn't used to be there. Again, our guest is Indiana's weatherman Paul Poteet. Uh, time we got left here with you, Paul. You're a sports fan. You're a sports fan, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm not into it enough to. That's like the one area, probably a good thing, because otherwise I'd be, you know, I'd have <laughs> something else. A dozen do. projects going. Well, uh, the reason the, I was going to ask you was, you know, you were uh, you were big, big. You're, I mean, you're still big time, but you were big, big time when uh, the Colts were really bad, like in the in the '90s. Oh gosh, yeah, I you, can remember. Yeah, all the uh, promotion, and of course, you know, that's where Lord Helper. Colts, yeah. you know, that all starts off back then. And, and I'm curious uh, what you guys did to get through that then, because I think we're getting back there now. I think we're I think we're <laughs> rapidly approaching the Jeff George era again. <laughs> oh man, talk about a blast from the past. Did you ever meet George? Uh, I don't think I ever met him. I must not have been a you know a big deal enough uh, yeah. back then. 
Because I mean, you were like a TV star or something, and these Colts players, they would probably think you're you're you know on their level, right? It is weird when you meet like somebody like a Reggie Miller or whatever, and they know you. Yeah. Because maybe they don't know you, but it's like people in the grocery store that know you. Yeah. Maybe they just know you're one of those. Yeah. You know, I could be Brian Wilkes or Kevin Gregory, but they just know. (laughs) Yeah. They've heard your voice. Yeah. They should know you, and so it is weird to uh, uh, to meet them and have because you think that they're such a, a. a big star, which they are, but you know, they live, yeah, they live here. And, uh, well, think about it. You are getting entertainment from them. Like, let's say Reggie Miller doesn't play on a certain night. Now that stinks. You're a Reggie Miller fan. The Pacers may lose the game, but, uh, life still goes on. You're giving the weather. If they don't know about the tornado and the the tornado hits, they're gone. So you're you're way more important than <laughs> so they are. Even even the big time stars actually uh, watch the weather too. I uh, guess. I know. mean, they got to get it from somewhere. They yeah. got to keep the Mercedes in the no one to put it in the garage. You know, <laughs> when to bug out and just retire and move to you know, it's not like Reggie hung around for the Indiana winners. <laughs> So, I mean, you, you, like, follow the Colts? You keep an eye oh, on Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I mean, just to, uh, you know, just to know what's going on. But I don't know what, I mean, what did people in Chicago do for all those years with the Cubs? I mean, it almost becomes a shared thing there. Yeah. Well, I, know, it, I guess I don't know how you it's, market it's, that. Or... It's different with Chicago, though, because they've always been there, and the Colts were sort of uh, a transplant team. I mean, a lot of people still to this day think of them as the Baltimore Colts. Right. You know, even though they've been here 30 two, 33 years now, whatever yeah, okay. it's been. Yeah. But it's, it's always interesting that the Colts fans, to me, seem to gravitate to and from the Colts based on their success. The Bears are selling out Soldier Field, even though they're going to win one game this year. The Bears are going to be 1-15. and 15. They're still selling out Soldier Field. Colts, if you remember the old RCA Dome and Lucas Oil, oh, a little yeah. bit of, you know, bad record. You start seeing some blue seats there, you it know? It would be interesting. Have you talked to, and because you're so much more involved in sports, have you talked to, well, I guess I could find this out too, as to whether or not the local ratings are down as they are nationally well, Yeah, it would be very interesting. I, the reason I asked you about the Colts was, you know, Lamey is the broadcaster for the mm-hmm. Colts, and he had a little incident on the air. I don't know if you heard about this. No, what? He, uh, he let the big one fly. Did he say he was going to grab a football or well, something? Well, he said the word to start with F. It wasn't football. Uh, they, they won a game, and at the end of the game, he said the game was finally a uh, word that starts with F over. <laughs> now, now, Bob, that's one uh, adjective too many. Now, he, uh, I think, initially tried to say that he said the game is something like finally over and they replayed it and people said that is a, there's a lot of pronunciations of finally that is not uh, one of them. I don't recall exactly what it was but then I think he finally let me say I disavow Bob Lamey I am shocked <laughs> I disavow him I've never met him I don't even you, you've know you've never met name. Lamey I've ne- <laughs> no actually I have uh, have you uh, have you uh, that was, so I want to close with this have you ever had an incident on the air where you said oh my gosh that was uh, I should not have done that no, uh, there is a weather guy, and uh, he's a friend, so I won't tell you who it is. I mean, it was, a, it was well, it was all innocent, so I can't tell you who it is. It's Kevin. Uh, <laughs> maybe you know him. He's on Channel 6. But anyway, he uh, they had uh, like a headline weather thing. They always call it first weather or up weather, where there was going to be, what was it? I think there was going to be snow or something. So they could, uh, but before, before we begin tonight, you know, Kevin's in the the, the tracking center uh, talking about uh, the, the, you know, the big change coming where it's going to get colder. Yeah, some people uh, like uh, to, uh, some people like that to kind of weather, but you have to ask these f- f- folks <laughs> is what he meant to say. <laughs> but it comes out, you have to ask these f- <laughs> folks. And because it was Kevin, who was, you know, so sweet and would never, you know, I'm surprised he even knew <laughs> the word. 
Uh, Did you tell him your father's going to be so disappointed in you? <laughs> Wait, until I tell your dad what you said. You on have TV. besmirched you, the family name. You young man are in a lot of trouble. But uh, that's that's the one I always think of. Well, and of course we we seem to generate them at that station, which I you know uh, am you not di- affiliated with anymore, Rob. But you disavowed them. I disavow. Uh, but we had uh, you know a very famous episode with a telestrator at that station <laughs> on a day that I will add that I was not even at work. I was on vacation. There. It was I, a it was a real life Ron Burgundy thing, it right? It was. Yeah, it was. Somebody a, wrote the a wrong word, uh, and it happened to a very dear friend of mine who I lost this year, uh, who passed away. Poor, and, and, <laughs> Tom Burgundy. Yeah, and so and, so what? The, of course, so the, that's probably the worst thing that I've ever. been been close to and did I they w- catch who did that who wrote oh it yeah they did they, and, after and was it malicious i think it was an attempt at a joke that somebody <laughs> thought would stay inside because somebody would actually see it before it went on yeah TV. that's not funny uh yeah but uh that was yeah uh, so so uh when that happens they don't they don't hold like they don't hold if you read from the prompter it's not like ron burgundy where bergen's up you know jumping in a glass case of emotion and he's fired and uh you know all that <laughs> no, sort no, of stuff. no well again it's kind of like with kevin i mean tom was uh, such a sweet guy that no no you know it would, would be very it would be a big leap that he would have actually have uh, done it but he and everybody else that was in the building that day they went through you know private investigators <laughs> oh uh it was a process of several weeks to so, but that's <laughs> they brought, wait a second, wait a second. they brought private investigators in mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> are they like they put them in a room with a lamp over them and start uh, you know that's, ma- what, that's when I first discovered that people uh, had DVRs because there were so many I mean they like confiscated the tapes of it within the building but <laughs> Because they were taping all the time, for I guess just for something like that, in case it happens. But uh, all of these people had recordings of it because they just happened. Maybe they DVR sure. GMA right, every, right, every day or something. Right. That's, that's when I first learned that there were people that actually recorded <laughs> things all the time. But that's probably the most you know moment they, that I've did, ever been close. Did to. they call you in, or they like Petit? What do you know? We know you know something. Come on, give it up. No, only because uh, you know, I remember the uh, program director at the time, Paul Montgomery, laughing and saying, "That's a good thing you." Were here because I would have been thinking <laughs> but I literally I was you know I wasn't even in the building uh that day so that's probably because you gotta you know, we were we were laughing it could happen to anybody but you say look you're a play-by-play broadcaster and I do the the sports here for WIRZ I've been doing sports for 15 years that's a lot of time on you know live mics I've never once been close to saying the f word on the air never once how do you do that well, I don't know. You'd have to ask those I mean, there's, folks. There's whatever. There's happens. like two or three words now you can't say on the air. You can't expose your chest if you're a woman, and you can't say these words on the air. That's really it. That's where we're at now. You, you need, we all have to walk around with an eight-second delay, or what was it, seven-second delay, I think I it was noticed, at all times. I noticed, too, in the uh, pl- live programming now, these sporting events, they've started uh, cutting uh, noise in the crowds now. I guess they're on uh, microphones, like at the baseball games, and the guys a little home run, and they'll come to home plate, and they'll have the camera on them. You'll actually hear a, while the tape stays on, the video stays on, you'll hear a drop in the audio. Well, that's the thing now with eight. HDTV, where we first noticed the huge difference was on sporting events, where you could like actually pick out people. If yeah. you knew somebody was at the Pacer game that night, you might actually yeah. see them in the background. But you can see so clearly what it, these athletes are saying. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. Because my dad that. is funny. I don't think he caught on because the Cubs game the other night we were watching, a guy hits home run, comes home, everybody, you know, they're high-fiving at home plate, and there's just a drop in the audio. And Dad goes, well, they're having some audio problems. I said, no. Oh yeah, no. They're, that's that's they're taking uh, out the locker room. Goes, talk, he, Dad. He goes, he goes. That's happened multiple times now. Yeah, <laughs> somebody on the team has a multiple problem with their mouth. 
<laughs> F and A, they're having audio problems. That's right. Yeah, I mean, uh, Bob Lamy, though, that's wild. I mean, that's crazy, isn't it's it? It's got to be frustrating being him, though. I mean, if you're you know a real big uh, Colts fan well, and you have to be publicly describing their play this season. It that's... could be you and I doing the Colts games next year. Poteet and Kendall <laughs> on the call. Well, actually, we love Sorgi, who does the color. He actually emceed the uh, Blue Jeans and Bowties dinner dance, which didn't you do something with that here recently? Yes, and I did so well that uh, Kevin Sorgi did it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the? <laughs> yeah. Dang. Paul, if people, they want to know more about you other than, of course, hear you on this station, how can I they can't imagine it? after all this time people want to know more? Uh, your ratings are going to go through the roof after And yet, this. you know, uh, here I am still around. Uh, PaulPoteet.com. And uh, here, of course, on WYRZ and our other, uh, our sister, XRB Radio here in Hendricks County and uh, some other radio stations. And uh, Wish TV now from time to time on the weekend. Uh, what else? Weather History Research. I have a whole non-media uh, company that has nothing to do with being on. Would you ever write a TV book or radio? Uh, about about your just, just everything. About life? Yeah, yeah, I mean, well, just, I just everything so. you've experienced. There would be a lot. I would that would go past a team of twenty lawyers, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, you're great. You're wonderful. Thanks for being with us today. Thank you. Hello, Hendricks County. Good night, everybody. Hey, don't forget if you missed any part of today's show, we do podcast the program. You can now get us on SoundCloud and iTunes, which Paul will be rapidly going out and Woo! finding more about. Uh, just uh, search Central Indiana. That gonna today. be an MP3 file. <laughs> That's right. It comes it comes right to your phone now, Paul. The okay. smartphones. That's great. Uh, you have a smartphone? <laughs> Look at this. iPhone, baby. It, it is very smart. So, yeah. yes, you could you could, you could could listen to us on SoundCloud or iTunes. Just search Central Indiana today. You can follow the, the page there. You can get the shows downloaded right to your, your smartphone or tablet. You can also check us out uh, by traditional means online at wirz.org. Click the Shows tab at the top of the page. Find Central Indiana today. Go back and listen anytime you want. Until next time, I'm Rob Kendall saying have yourself a great evening. You've been listening to the Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today on 98.9 WYRZ. Made possible by the Kevin Kersey Agency, 701 North Green Street in Brownsburg. An archive of today's program can be heard at our website, wyrz.org. Tune in next time for another edition of the Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today with your host, Rob Kendall. Hello, this is Kevin Kersey. Since 1968, our family has been helping customers with their insurance needs. We provide insurance coverage for life, home, auto, and recreational vehicles. We are located at 701 North Green Street in Brownsburg, and our phone number is 317-286-3481. The Kevin Kersey Agency can also be found on Facebook at The Kevin Kersey Agency or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash kkersey. The Kevin Kersey Agency is a proud member of the Farmers Insurance Group. This is Luke Stevenson for the Central Indiana Innovation Hub. Central Indiana Innovation Hub provides space for individuals to meet and network for business-related needs. Central Indiana Innovation Hub is located at 5250 East U.S. Highway 36, Suite 1101 in Avon. More information can be found at indianahub.com. Our phone number is 317-696-3050. Office hours are Monday through Friday, 8.30 to 4. Tours of the facility are available. The UPS Store Brownsburg is located at 124 East Northfield Drive in Brownsburg. Their phone number is 858-1422. The UPS Store Brownsburg can handle your printing needs, including color, large format, and business cards. They also do blueprints, mailers, and invitations. 
Thanks to owner Tom Reese and all the folks at the UPS Store Brownsburg for supporting community radio in Hendricks County. This is Donald James of Impact Youth Mentoring. Impact Youth is a not-for-profit mentoring organization providing mentoring services to the children of Hendricks County. We pair mentors ages 16 and older with youth in Hendricks County. Over the past five years, we have been able to impact over 120 children through our mentoring and tutoring programs. Information about becoming a mentor or finding a mentor for a child can be found at impactyouthmentoring.org or via email at impactyouth1010 at gmail.com. Indiana Family Dentistry is located at 505 North Green Street in Brownsburg. Dr. Will Hine practices general and cosmetic dentistry with services ranging from veneers and whitening to implants and complete smile restorations. Indiana Family Dentistry's phone number is 852-5999 and website is infamilydentistry.com. Indiana Family Dentistry is a proud supporter of Hendricks County and Community Radio.